Hi, this is Jason Montoya, and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. He's been in self-isolation for years as his lame-ass character is on the banned list. It's Norrin Rad. Damn, smack talk this... Mother, okay. Ah. I didn't know that. All right, that's okay. They're going to mess you up. I'm done with this stuff, man. I don't need this kind of abuse. I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. Never mind. How how are you, buddy? You well? I'm well. Are you well? I'm well. I'm indoors. Perfect. I'm well. So yes, <laughs> it's the way you've got to be. Um, so we're not we're not going to dwell too much on um, all the um, crazy work um, stuff. and drang um, because I'm sure you guys um, pop us in your ears just to kind of think about other stuff and not have that in your face all the time. Um, so all I will say at the top is um, just look after yourselves and uh, look after each other and just be nice to one another. Um, and stop buying too much toilet roll. Um, but apart from that, how's your hobby week been? It's been really good. Tell me about yours really quickly. Tell me about mine really quickly. Well, let me see. Uh, what's been happening this week? Well, I've been rearranging my um, loft. So um, it will be finished next week. But the beauty of it is I will have all of my cards immediately to hand at my desk when I'm recording, which will just be much, much nicer. Um, at this point, I should probably tell the listeners that Noen has completely left his computer and walked away. So I'm now actually talking to myself. He's back now, so we can stop talking about him. There he is. He's back. I'm here. <laughs> I've never left. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I I kind of suddenly it was rabbit in headlights then because I hadn't had anything mentally prepared. I was going <laughs> to have you on. So that I'm so sorry. I, I'm ready to answer if we want to. Well, the thing is, you've you've had a nutty old um, week because I know that you. I don't. I genuinely don't know where you find the time for this because you know <laughs> we're both holding down a full time job. I've got the added. I mean, I know you've got two pets. Um, I've only got the one and a four year old, and I barely have yeah, time see, to do the trades I there. do. So in terms <laughs> of busy, but, yeah. but when you when you go in for something, you finish it remarkably quickly. So tell us what you started and finished since it was last just the two of us. Yes, um, so I started. I don't even know when I started this. Maybe it was two weeks ago. It was less than that. Oh God, I think it was just a week. Wow, that was fast. I think it was just uh, under 10 days, actually. I think it was under 10 days. Wow, that's even more impressive now. Uh, I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah the world ended while you did it. But that's <laughs> yeah, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> why did hell freeze over when I decided to finally get into a set? Um, so I went ahead and I completed the Marvel Masterpiece 2018 Preliminary Art Insert Set. Nice. It's a set of 90 cards. And each card is limited to 120. So, really, that's a fact. Oh wow! I had that. That had you know. I think I remember hearing that at some point, but it it I kind of forgot it. 
<laughs> yeah. No, it's sort of nice. Because I went for this set because I, well, I wanted to have a master set of that insert um, set because I was kind of like, all right, I need to go ahead and do this. I was really excited because I wanted, it's basically my favorite insert. And after we were talking to Upper Deck Matt, I kind of realized, I was like, you know what? That is my favorite insert set. And this, I just, I want to kind of have a full master set. And mm-hmm. also what helped motivate me a little bit <laughs> was that I was able to get a redemption card for preliminary art. Oh, okay. So for those who don't know what that is, what is that? Because it's separate to the preliminary art set, set, which is cards made of the images in various states of of their creation that Simone Bianchi did for the Marvel Masterpieces 2018 set. Right. For the 2018 set, basically there were three types of redemption cards, or four technically. Uh, one was the uncut what-if sheet which is basically a poster-sized sheet of all the cards and same thickness, front and back. And then a base uncut sheet, which is the same thing, just with base, instead of the variation of what if. And then the third one is the redemption card I got, which is one out of 1,473 uh, packs, rareness type of thing. So there's only 88 or 87 of them in the entire set, mm. those redemption cards, which give you a preliminary art sketch. And those preliminary art sketches sometimes match one of the inserts um, from the preliminary Marvel Masterpiece 2018. Some of them don't have to be matches. They could be matches just from the card series. Right. Or it could be a version of a card that Simone didn't go with, as we've seen in the group. And we have all of these listed and in the albums as well yes the fourth type of redemption card which was only two of them which was one was for an iron man painting of original art mm-hmm. and i think the other painting was Iceman. yes i think it was i think it is yes so those are the four types of redemption cards and i knew i was going to go for this set because it's pretty much my favorite set that i've ever had that i've ever that's ever come out and because of that, I was like, I'm going to get it. And then I got the redemption card for such a solid price. Mm. Um, even though it is very much a gamble. Um, I got it for such a solid price that basically I was like, let me go ham on the set. Mm. I was able to make the full set with all of the support in the hobby and on EPAC from really great people. And I only spent, should I say the price? Maybe I shouldn't say it's the price. It's up to you. Okay. So this is okay. $210. It only took me $210 to put together the whole set. Okay. Which I think is a really good deal. Yep. Considering that the prices are everywhere. Um, because I didn't want to, they extremely vary. They're all over the map. I'm very happy with that because it is a rare set and it's rarer than the purple set, which is out of 200. Mm. Each one of those cards. So there's only 200 sets available of the purple set. Yeah, the purple's um, no, limited to 199. So it's numbered to 199. So 199. Yeah, 200 of those, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So it's not as rare as the orange, and but it is rarer than the purple. So I was like, okay, you know, let me jump in here. And then they, you know, people like to do this weird pricing thing that bothers me a bit where they, you know, the last nine cards of the set are considered the tier four 
that's not true. If they're all out of 120, there's no tier four. Um, and then people's speculation on what character is more expensive than another character. Yeah. I, I understand. People yeah. got to do what they got to do. But the, the, the for all these yeah. cards are still the same. I mean, the thing is with the PA set, they the numbering of the 1 to 90, um, for a start, it doesn't match the 1 to 90 of... Marvel Masterpieces 2018. So therefore, the tiers one, two, three, four malarkey that they did with the base set doesn't actually apply to the preliminary art. But a lot of people right. price it in a way that that reflects the, the preliminary art ones. So, for example, Venom is a tier three character in um in the set, and yet it's card PA four. Hmm. It's it's you know, but it but people charge more for it because it's Venom. So you do have that pricing going on, but also the PA cards, the preliminary are also, they don't necessarily follow just the cards that are in the 1 to 90. Some of them are the hollow foils, some of them are the um, battle spectra, and some of them are the canvas, uh, sorry, not the canvas, the gallery cards. Um, so it, it, is, it is a set that draws from any one of the 140 paintings that Simone did for the set. It's not just a parallel of the one to ninety. Uh, yeah, base. which I, I really like. I like the variation yeah. of it. It a mixes lot. it up. It mixes it up. And some of the cards, what I find interesting about it, because I've, I've got um, uh, Marvel Masterpieces twenty eighteen is such a big set. I've actually got a second binder for it now. And I'm just going to hold it up for you. That's a thick binder. That's a good wow. three, three and a bit inches. I mean, you'd be happy with that on a rainy night. Um, so the uh, I am. But yeah. yeah, let's keep going. The um, the PA. <laughs> I've gone. I've gone already. Um, the PA cards. I'm just looking through them. Some of them are very just pen and ink on white background. Some of them have more shading. Some of them have color blocks that have been done. Some of them have color. So, for example, there's one PA-59, which is Spider-Man versus Dr. Octopus. And oh. Spider-Man is, is, is colored in the foreground. Yeah. But Dr. Octopus in the background is still very much outlined. Yes. Uh, mix of ink and pencil. Um, you've got a similar thing with Daredevil, where the card is just... It's kind of almost like a grayscale, I guess. Yeah. The one that, that astounds me is the Magneto, which I actually Magneto's think the preliminary art. That's yeah, crazy. That I is. actually think it's nicer than the, the base card. Yeah, I love... See, and that it's was stunning. the other thing about, you know, I love Simone Bianchi's yeah. work across all ranges, but for me and my taste, his preliminary stuff yeah. is the stuff that gets me just like... But this is what's so interesting about it is that there's no, there's no, if you look at the man thing one, which is the second to last one, it's a PA89. It is literally, it's very rough, very preliminary. Um, and, you know, quite kind of unfinished. And, you, you know, it's only just got the definition of the character. So you've got a real variation there. What I, what I love about it, which I think is what tickles your boat, is you can really see the process. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I like. That's it. I'm, I'm, you know, we've never had a set like this in Marvel and mm. Marvel cards yeah. where you get to see this kind of process before yeah. the completed process, at least yeah. from, from my understanding, I don't think there's ever been an insert that's done that yet. Yeah. Um, from what I know, uh, you know, I, I just, I really love the idea of seeing the artist's work and I like seeing the ideas transparent mm. in the piece. Um, even though I love the final product, but 
you know, I really, I, you know, I wanted a set yeah. and, you know, I have a real soft spot for Bianchi's work and yeah. MM18 is, if not one of my favorites of, you know, of what's come out recently for sure. Um, yeah, I wanted to kind of like have the insert as a memory of collecting. You can see where he's changed his mind. Yeah. That's what I love about it in the creative process. You can see where he's decided to go in a different direction. Spider-Man too. Yeah. Mm. The Spider-Man one, he's changed his mind from the pose a little bit. Mm. Um, And it's just really fascinating stuff. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Well done. Hats off to you. I've still not finished mine, like two years in. Um, Yeah, how many cards did you have left? Oh, I've maybe got about 20 to go. Um, I know I've got some on EPACs that aren't physically with me. Um, So if I check on my EPACs, just one second, hold the line caller. I'll just check my (laughs) wish list on EPACs. Um, But um, I remember when they, when it first came out, I was, I was always knowing I'd want to go for it. And I actually bought a few lots of them um, because I realized very quickly that it was going to get limited, and especially when people started pricing them in um, accordance with um, how rare it was in the in the main set. No, I was really shocked to get it because it's one per box. Yeah, um, and I was really shocked to get it as quickly as I did. Um, honestly, I just hustled, and yeah, you know, yeah. of course, Collectors Club helped me out, and yeah, um, Peggy was really helpful as well, and then of course you, and then there were some really great people on EPAC who sold me lots for a very reasonable price, which I, I just, I was going to take my time on the lot if I got the prices I wanted um, just for me, just because it's not going to go anywhere. So I'm not going to make a profit off this. It's really just to have the cards and have them be forever keepsakes. So I'm not going to spend loads of money on that kind of stuff. Yeah. I need 17 of them. 17. Wow. 17, one seven. So that's, that's not bad at all. Yeah, that's pretty good going. Well, I actually picked up, so I got a load at the beginning. So I got maybe 30 or so. And yeah. then when EPAX flooded the market, people were selling them off really cheap. Like people who weren't going for the set who pulled them. And you can yep. get them on Comsey for like two, three, four bucks. Mm-hmm. And I just I just had a search set for anything new listed on Comsey that was under $5. Smart. And for uh, you remember, because they all landed with you. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, so every few weeks, you'd get a little package through from Comsy, which would be like three, four, or five cards. And so I bulked out another maybe 50 odd that way um, in a, over a very short space of time. Of course, that has now dried up a bit and I haven't looked at it for a while because I'm, no, I'm one of these. <laughs> this is one of my, my bad collecting habits. And Maybe this can be a segue for another episode. Uh, but my, one of my bad collecting habits is I'm terrible at finishing sets. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, well, I get distracted. So many, though. Yeah, I but mean, I get distracted by the new thing, and then I go off and do that before I finish this one. So that's why it was such a big deal for me to finish Marvel 80th. Yeah, man, that's a crazy set to finish on top of that. Mm. Well, my transfer cart um, on EPAC at the moment has got over 540 cards in it. Oh, my um, God. And most of that is Marvel Eightieth. So, um, but yeah, obviously the clippings I'll, I'll be doing over a much longer period of time, and probably divvying that up between um, uh, divvying that up between EPAC and um, eBay and Comc. Uh, yeah, I get my package from Comc April six. Okay. So what's going to be so, in there? Is that your PA card? It's going to be the PA set plus um, the rest of my Moon Stars from Fleer Ultra, which I have all of them except for the one of one. 
Yeah. So I have a rainbow of her. Nice. And then there's something else in there as well. Uh, my spot power blast. Oh, by the way, <laughs> that you gave me because you're a god. Because yes. um, you're the best. I have now officially a master collection of spot. <laughs> <laughs> every character that's every every card that's ever come out featuring him. I wow. <laughs> That's brilliant. Obviously, there might yeah. be sketches out there, but you know. Yeah, sketches. No, I have. I have a. Card. I have like a good like four sketch, three four sketch card. I'm gonna do a nine page for him, um, nice. and then the, you know I have all of his base inserts and stuff. I need to find more plates, but other than that, I pretty much have a variation of everything. That's really cool. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. It's only like eight, nine cards, but <laughs> I kind of really like it. <laughs> I um, I was, I was, um, I spotted that you'd put on the group that you've got an all creative up in here, and you've done a little Marvel masterpieces PA like wallpaper. Oh yeah, like wallpaper. Well, first of all, you've got to send me that, and secondly, um, yes. our gift to you folks, um, um, if with your blessing, Norin, we'll put on the tasting notes and on the page um, the, the, a link to download that so you can yes. have that for your desktop. So we want to start giving you guys a little bit more free stuff as if the sounds of our voice wasn't enough because, um, Norin, you have got mad skills on the Photoshop side of things. Aye, way too kind. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's impressive. I mean, everything you see, folks, all the artwork, all the frames, all the logos, it's all, it's all, it's all you. Ah, I appreciate it. I'm happy to do it, man. I, you, you know, it's funny doing this stuff. I don't know who else would get giddy about these uh, designs. So it cracks me up. Everyone's like, yes. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> it just makes me excited to do it again. <laughs> Good. Well, keeping you excited is, is worth getting up in the morning for. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to talk. Um, I'm just going to do a very quick mail call, if I may. Mail call. Because we had a review on iTunes that I just wanted to read out because it was yes. really fun. Um, so, um, and this actually, this I, I said it before and I say it again, and we might be talking to the same people who've already left us reviews or liked us or shared us. But if you like us and you dig us, um, please do leave us a review on iTunes or hit the five-star rating or both or leave us a review on the Facebook page. It really helps if you can share the Facebook page or just talk about the podcast on your own social media or just your friends, um, even though you can't actually talk to your friends apart from remotely at the moment yeah let's not go into that so <laughs> um uh, so on the 18th of february uh someone called billy boy the kid um left us a review on itunes um fun addictive and educational this is a great podcast the hosts ian and norin are super fun to listen to they have such great knowledge about marvel collecting cards they're also a joy during the day and have lots of interesting things <laughs> to talk about. I'm sorry, just the phrasing of that. I'm, I'm a joy during the day. I'm an absolute miserable <laughs> tonight and I'll bleep that out. Um, but <laughs> I look forward to this every week and I've really enjoyed adding a spark into my collecting hobby. Thanks, Ian and Norrin. Um, thanks, Billy Boy the Kid. Thank you, man. Um, that's so awesome. That, that's really sweet. So thank you for that. Um, and oh. I've, had, I've had a real mail call today. That I'm about to Whoa. show you. And you knew I was getting these, but my goodness, they arrived from Canada very quickly. Brace yourself. Oh, the enormous talent of Tony Perna. <sighs> I'm sharing Norin, and these will be on the tasting notes, wow. folks. Um, 
Tony and I'm Elaine so the post that. up where they are selling uh Tony has done some sketches on some blank covers of Marvel books. Um so I have in my hand a copy of Amazing Spider-Man number 1. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man's been relaunched so many times. I, I've got no idea which <laughs> which number one it is, but um, it's Black Cat, and he's done the most remarkable job on it. Now, the Black Cat that Tony did, which I think is what he always excels at and what he's known for, is that he gives these full body poses that are completely dynamic, properly proportioned, and not properly, I mean like beautifully proportioned, and they feel like... It just feels like really neat, really strong, beautiful lines. And she's popping through a window. Probably it's not to, a beauty pose. No, it's not a beauty pose. She's fierce. She's flying through a window, getting into a warehouse, it looks like, to stop some criminal element or to steal something. But check out the falling glass, Sean. No, it's awesome. Like and the shattered glass perspective, yeah. gives us beautiful 3D perspective where it's yeah. some in the foreground, background, middle ground. And it's just this great spacing in between of everything. I love it. I love it. Great. So, um, Sick. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just say thank you, Tony. Thank you, Elaine, for getting that to me so quickly. I mean, they mailed it from Canada on Monday or Tuesday, I think. Whoa! Um, and it arrived this morning, and I was like, you know what week we've all had? That's perfect. So I'm um, I'm very happy with that. Um, also, I know exactly who I'm going to be mailing a copy of my Black Cat issue one with the blank cover. One of them. Oh hell yeah, Tony because I've got five of them that I've yet to commission anyone to do. Tony, I'm I'm so having you do Black Cat on a Black Cat cover for me, if you would ah. be so kind to do. And I will um, obviously give you one of the Queen's shillings or five uh, to do that. Um, so that's that one. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, I then saw that. And what I'm holding up now is a copy of Spider-Gwen issue one with... Spider Gwen, drawn by Tony on the front, and it's just incredible. Such a powerful, really cool pose. Yeah, uh, what I love about it is the brickwork. Just the just yeah, the detail on the brickwork at the bottom. Uh, details. I'll just awesome. move that in for you so you can see it. It's just uh, it is really simple and effective techniques, and there's there's some great shadow going on. But look there. at his lines. His lines yeah. are just so perfect, and his faces are always so perfect. Yeah. So yeah. he's drawn these these really strong, and the moon. Strong, just, look at the moon. No, it looks great. And the um, centering with the spider Gwen at the top. No, yeah, it's a picture. It's just these really strong. It looks like a real cover. It does. It looks like a very characters. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 Tony's work, whether it's black or white or color is just phenomenal, but his black and white yeah. ink work is second to none. And I think it works really well on these, these covers because these covers are predominantly red, black and white. No, it's they're so awesome. It just, it just it just frames it really well. If you look, at and the, they look, I mean, they're perfect Spider-Man colors. Yeah, black and red. So you know these are gonna, these are going up on the wall. These yeah, are not, I would. These they're are going beautiful. up on the wall. Uh, they're absolutely stunning. So Tony, Elaine, nice pieces. Thank you for wow. that. Um, um, it, what what I will say, Tony and Elaine, notwithstanding, obviously with the uh, current situation, is all of your favourite artists that you like to get stuff from will probably be hurting a little bit at the moment with convention season not happening and um, you know consumer confidence being a little bit down. So if you dig Tony's work when you see it on the feed, if you dig any of the other artwork that we've posted on any episode, get in touch with that artist right now. And if you can't afford an AP from them, get a comic cover. If you can't afford a comic cover, just get a print from them. Just get something. Just help out the artists and, you know, 
help out each other in in the community if if we can because um you know it's um it's a these are hard times for the little people. yeah if there so. ever <laughs> if there ever is um you know and all these people we've spoken to and introduced on this show and everybody that we've ever had on we we know them we've had people who've had interactions with them or we've had interactions with them. Mm. So if you ever have any trouble contacting anyone or you need some information or whatever the case may be, please just let us know. And we're happy to put you in contact with these people as quickly and efficiently as possible. Absolutely. So uh, one one thing I do like about, um, uh, I don't want to specifically go about Tony and Elaine, of course there are (laughs) lots of other artists who who you can spend uh, money with, but um, Tony and Elaine do something really cool where they do um, little reproduction, trading card size, um, reproductions of of sketch cards that he's done in the past. um, And, he they kind of keep them and they they kind of reprint them on on um it's it's, it's not it's not it's, it's kind of very thick paper but it's not quite trading card stock thickness no and no they're really nice they're really nice they're really nice yeah, i have one they gave me one that they did yeah. for a friend of mine who uh which was planet hulk ah. and silver savage is there and like hulk and him are fighting and it's a sketch card i always really liked um obviously nice. it's a keeper for the collector who's a friend of mine but it was yeah. really cool to get a print of that in the size of a sketch card. Yeah. And that was really awesome to have. Yeah. So, you know, really affordable pocket money pieces is how I like to phrase Ooh. that. So, um, so yeah, uh, whether you're a big spender or you just got pocket money, um, hit up your artist. Uh, before I get onto what I wanted to talk about today, I, um, someone posted something on the group earlier on that I want to talk about because it will now be in walmart's although I, I get that people might not be out and about so much so i did check and i found them online as well so actually um knowing while i'm doing this i should probably send you the link to what i'm yeah. talking about um so overnight um i didn't know we were going to talk about this today but we are now someone on the group posted um a picture of something they got in walmart and um Oh, come on. Sorry. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Um, It's really annoyingly just kind of hanging on me. Uh, My my browser here. So let me just go back. In fact, let me just restart the entire thing. Uh, That's better. Let's go to there. It is. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So in Walmart. And it says new on the Walmart website, and no one had posted them about them before. You can get Upper Deck Marvel Trading Cards Mystery Blaster Box. Whoa. I'm going to send you the link to it right now. So by, the time people, by the time people hear this, um, they will either be sold out, because we've bought them all, um, <laughs> or... Um, or, or whatever, but I um, mean, it does it does allow online purchase if you are in the United States, I believe. I'm not sure about other territories. So I'm just going to send you these pictures uh, through to you now, Norin. So that's coming through, so we can look at this together. Um, so it's Walmart, and what it seems to be, it seems to be Upper Deck have put out some of their product in kind of a. a, a Box. Now, what intrigued me about it was the mix of products, and it's a small box. It it is retailing at nine dollars ninety nine, uh, but it's quite a chunky box when you look at the pictures on the website. And it's called a mystery power box. And on the 
picture on the box, you can see a number of different sets. You can see Marvel Annual 2018-19. You can also see Marvel Gems. Whoa, weird. Um, you can also see, uh, where's the other picture? Bear with me, bear with me. I've gone the wrong way. I've scrolled the wrong direction. I can't even drive this laptop. Uh, you can see Deadpool. You can see uh, yeah, Marvel Gems, as I said. There's an Avengers set there as well, which looks like it's got sketch cards on. It's, it's quite bizarre. Um, so it says two booster packs, one mystery item, includes sketch cards, autographs, relics, hobby packs, and more, plus bonus what? items seeded one to four. So it looks like from the guy who posted on group, uh, whose name is, I believe, Jason Molina. Let me just get his post up now because I saved it. Uh, 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 I saved so many links. I really do. I've got so many on my phone. That's no, not that one. Is that real? That's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely bonkers. So, um, so Jason, so I've sent, I've also sent you Jason's photo. So he bought three of them. Um, oh, damn. And uh, he opened them. And basically, what it's, it seems to me like he's got a variety of packs, but they guarantee at least one of them is a hot pack. So it's got, you know, either an autograph or a relic or something similar. So he's clearly got a pack of, uh, several packs, in fact, of Marvel Annual 2018-19 in there. He's also got some earlier Marvel Annual um, series uh, from the looks of this. It looks like 2017. Um, He's also got some Marvel Masterpieces 2018 in there. There was a pack of that. In what? one of these boxes, yeah. Um, so if you, um, he's also got Civil War, so there's some MCU stuff as well. Um, and we have some more Civil War, yeah. You've got Marvel Masterpieces, you've got Daredevil. Um, so basically, it's loads of different upper deck products, and it seems to be quite random. But on the Daredevil side of things, one of them is a sketch. So that was his, yeah, that was his, yeah, that's right. His hit items were a single Marvel Masterpieces card from 2016, just go, uh, just a regular base. Yeah, I see. And he also had Daredevil, a Daredevil sketch card. It's it's quite a bonkers combo, and it's a real kind of lottery. I, I find it really interesting that, that Upper Deck... I wonder if that's how they'll get rid of some of the unclaimed... Yeah cards yeah from epac must be it must be right i mean there has to, otherwise they have to destroy them yeah so i can only imagine that the the packs that were sealed have to be the um the leftover stock that was in retail stores and then the cards that are in there just loose have to be from their epacs inventory because of course they wouldn't have ever gone into packs I just think it's really interesting. It's uh, it's kind of a. I remember when I was when I was um, younger. If you used to go to like a seaside town in in, in England, you would get um, like a, a bundle pack of comics from. Uh, oh, here we go, Jay- <laughs> Right, Jason just sent me loads of photos of all of the stuff he pulled. <gasps> Uh, yes. literally came in as we've been talking so uh, yeah I was looking at the comments <laughs> uh, so you can see yeah he sent me a picture a few more pictures of the boxes and they've all come in yeah one of the things in there is Deadpool and Friends versus System there's a pack of those um, he had yeah his single cards were Marvel Masterpieces and a Hellcat sketch from Daredevil um, and then yeah all sorts of other stuff and I just thought it's, it's actually I mean it looks pretty cool I think it looks really cool. I think for $9.99, 
you've, you're certainly getting your money's worth, especially when you compare about how much you spend on EPAC. Wow. If you, drop, if you drop if you drop $8.99 on EPACs on Marvel 80, for example, you will only get two physical cards in that pack. This, you're getting at least three packs of cards. I think what's really smart <laughs> is that that's something kids are going to pick up. Exactly. So that gets kids into the hobby. Yeah, because Jason specifically wow. said that he bought them. Um, so I've lost the post now. I should have closed it down. Um, he specifically said that he was in there, um, I believe, um, yeah, was out checking to see what Pokemon cards were out for my kids and saw them and said, why not? So it's it's at that price point that you want to kind of get in, an intro into the hobby. I, just, I find that fascinating. I think it's great. I think it's smart. Um, and, and it says new. So I'm going to try... Oh, I said I was going to try. Um, I will probably try and mail order a couple of these to come to you um, because you yeah. don't want to be going out to a Walmart. And every time no, you go I to Walmart and I tell you about this stuff there, your local Walmart never has it in. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't it know doesn't. what it is. No. no, no, it doesn't. And then like the Walmart near me is not the best um, <laughs> just because it's it's always overcrowded and they don't have the great organization skills. Like I, I don't know where they're putting stuff and then stuff. I don't know. It's been a nightmare ever since I went to two of them and one of them was nicely organized and just didn't have your, um, your CD. CD. Yeah. 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 So what I was after folks, it was a slight segue. I'm a massive fan of Hugh Lewis and the news. So um, and I just, I just absolutely love them. I always have my first CD that I ever bought, um, in the eighties when CD players came out, Oh, this is aging me now. Um, was their second album? Picture this, and I had the CD for a good year and and change before I got a CD player. <laughs> wow, that's and crazy. I just remember taking it into school and people being really impressed with it and like think you know and and like the reflectivity of it and people looking at themselves oh. as if it was a mirror. And I was like, no, it's actually it's actually an album. It's like, oh, how do you play it? What do you play it on? It's like, this is when CDs were just coming out. <laughs> I remember that when uh, Laserdisc first started coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Really that much. Um, so, so yeah, but, um, but they, um, for those who may not know, Huey uh, lost his, we well, didn't lose his hearing. Um, he, he's come down with um, something called many ears disease, which basically means that he can't hear pitch. He can't get pitch. Some days it's like a roaring jet engine in his ears and other days he's kind of, you know, he scores it on one to 10. So some days he has a six, seven, eight day and he's fine. Other days he can barely hear anything at all. And it sounds like there's a jet engine going off in his head. But he went on stage about two and a half years ago and he, he couldn't get pitch. He couldn't hear. All the musical instruments just sounded like a cacophony in his head and he's not been able to sing or perform since. And this is a band that were on the road, like, you know, 120 gigs a year, you know, touring like 15 people. Like it was many many people's livelihoods and like selling out places all over the place because you know they're good um and it stopped yeah. had to cancel the rest of the year's gigs and he's not been able to sing since so but at that point they had seven tracks recorded on vocals and they've just released those as as an album uh, about a month ago called weather so if you if you if you want a really nice tight rhythm and blues rock album Hewlett's uh, news weather. I strongly recommend it. The reason I wanted uh, Noren to go and get a Walmart copy of it was because Walmart have got a bonus disc, which is kind of like a greatest hit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which which isn't available over here, and I'll, I'll probably have them all, but I just want, wanted that version anyway. Um, yeah, 
Segway of the week. Segway of the week. Wow, that was a segue. So anyway, go and check out these. Um, if if you do venture out, because you know it, it might be considered somewhere essential to go and get supplies and and groceries. I don't know, uh, but um, but they are on the website. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'll pop a link on the website as well. I'm, I'm going to grab a couple of them. Um, I'm not going to grab many though, because just generally speaking, I am. Um, I've kind of had to stop spending um, because the exchange rate, because of all what's going on, has just gone through the floor for me. Like the pound I'm sure it has the lowest level in decades um, <sighs> with the with the escalation of things over here. So um, I, I should I should stress that even though I am English and I am in England and things have been ramping up over here, folks, you will not catch anything through listening to the sound of my voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's over here too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so. Anyway, um, so that's that. So this week, I wanted to talk about something joyful. Yes. Everybody loves... Um, um, let me ask you a question, Noren. Have you ever seen the Muppet movie? Yeah. Duh. First Muppet movie. So you will know that the first Muppet movie starts with the song. Why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side by Kermit Kermit the Frog um, that's actually a really good Kermit thank you very much I've been my wife calls me Kermit and it breaks my heart does she say it like this Kermit <laughs> it's 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 more in her voice. Yeah. But it's more I'm like, no, it's more, she it's, needs to put on the Miss Piggy voice. Um, can I tell you a really feelful joke? Can I tell you a really feelful joke? I'm wondering oh if this, I'm wondering if we'll get away with this. I don't, uh, maybe. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it anyway, because we all need to laugh in these sad times. Um, okay. And I don't think that younger people will actually get this. What's green and smells of pork? <sighs> okay. Kermit, Kermit's finger. <laughs> From that I'll time, it was deaf. I'll get my coat. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, I thought it's about time. folks. You're drinking from a silver surfer mug. That's wonderful. I am. Show me this. <gasps> right, picture of that for the tasting notes. That's okay. brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. I've had oh, it. Oh, that's really cool. Since I was like a teenager. Wow. Was yeah. that say Universal, Universal Studios? Studios? Islands of Adventure. Islands, oh, that's cool. Marvel um, Island over there. This was one of the first things they had. That is absolutely brilliant. I've never seen I that before in my life. You're the only person that thought that was cool. Everyone else is like, gosh. And I'm like, no, hey, mate. Bud. no I'm a sucker for a good mug. I've never seen a black mm-hmm. hand mug. Um, but um, I'm sure they exist. So, um, I want to talk about rainbows because it, it occurs to me that although a lot of people who listen to these listen to these episodes, we assume that everyone knows what we're talking about, that they know what's what. But I remember when I first heard the term rainbows, I had to ask the person what it meant. And I think they were like, don't you know what a rainbow is? And I don't want people to think, you know, if you're new to the hobby or you're just getting into it, you know, I'd rather we do episodes for you as well. So um, a rainbow... The term rainbow, and I've I've got a couple of posts that I saved from um, where I we talked it. about this on group. It was me. 
No, you didn't. I did. It was me. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking responsibility for it. No, you didn't. I, I did. I had the term rainbow before I knew you. <laughs> like a good two years before I knew you. Psych- no, you, like physically knew me, yes. But psychically, we were connected. All so right, all right. If you want that. to take credit for it, that's fine. That's fine. No, you, I won't. It wasn't me. I've done uh, other ones, but I won't take rainbow. So, um, so a rainbow is basically, in, in many sets now, you have different versions of the same card. So Marvel Masterpieces is a prime example. So you will have in the 2016 and 2018 sets, you had, let's just say, for example, it's card number one. Okay. Card number one would have had a base card version, which would have had silver foil effect on the front and have been numbered to, I think it was 1499. Tier one. Yep. Yep. So yeah, card number one would always be in, in tier one on those sets. So, and then um, Marvel Masterpieces also had a parallel set, which was a gold signature, mm-hmm. which was unnumbered, uh, but it was effectively the same art, but the uh, effect was it was a gold foil and it had a facsimile of either Joe Jusco's or Simone Bianchi's signature on it. And then you would have had a what-if version. So same artwork, but positioned in the framing of the first comic book that they appeared in, so the cover. So you will see either, you know, whatever it was, Strange Tales or Amazing Spider-Man or whatever. So it's mocked up to look like that artwork, but used on the first issue that character appeared in. Then you will have in Mob Masterpieces, you had an orange parallel set, which is number 299, I believe. And um, so basically the same card, but all the foiling and stuff will be orange and then you have a purple parallel and you, and which is number to 199 and then you may have a one of one there's only one of these in existence on that set which is red um and then you may have printing plates for that card and in the case of marvel masterpiece 2018 there might be a pa version of that artwork mm-hmm. um so basically if you're collecting- also the two autographs Ah, yeah. Well, in that particular set's case, yes, there's an also an autograph version of uh, the base card and the what-if card. So if you're going to go for a rainbow, which is effectively one of each of those, okay? Now, given the fact that in, in Marvel Masterpieces 2018 and 16 specifically, there's only one copy of the red, only yeah. one rainbow with all of those cards in is possible. But Generally speaking, a rainbow is when you've got one of each type of of card that's in that set. Um, Now, sometimes in sets, it might be a character rainbow. So there might be only one base card. Then there might be a chase card with different artworks and not a different version of that base card art. Um, And you might have a sketch card and you might have another type of chase. So in some sets, you've only got three or four cards. Yeah. And And you can also do that set. Yeah, you can also do like inserts. Mm. So like if like um you can have a rainbow of Iron Man and the Iron Man featured on the base is different artwork than Iron Man featured on the canvas or the gallery. Yeah. Yep. And the gallery has three variations of that artwork and three variation tr- uh chases. Uh masterpiece sets. Yep. Yep. Masterpiece sets. So like you can have all the plates and three Iron Man from that gallery set yep. and that could be a master rainbow mm. and that's from um our good friend uh, Frank. Frank, that's right. Yep, Frank. Who rocks evening, that out. Frank. And people do have tend to have a, a sketch as well, sometimes with the rainbow. 
Yeah. Just because it's a variation. You don't have to. I mean, you don't have to do any of this. But yeah, that's what people usually call rainbow. <laughs> you don't have to collect cards. You don't have, you to, don't have to do, to do it all. Um, but we're <laughs> glad that you do at least one of those things. Yes. Um, the <laughs> we shouldn't give them any reason to switch off. So let's, um, oh, mind you, the number of people still switched on after that Kermit joke is probably a minimal. So the... Um, <laughs> we have our core audience right now. We, have our, oh, we very much have the core audience right now. <laughs> Hanging on by a thread um so i think i think the thing with rainbows is to is to say that i think that some people some people will go to the grave saying that you cannot have a true and i'm holding speech quote fingers up in the air now a true rainbow without having like a one of one in there like a plate or a sketch or even the red um to that i say poppycock because that makes it an exclusive and elite thing and i don't think that um the 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 fun of collecting should be about exclusionist you know excluding other people within this is true so i for me i think a rainbow and actually someone said it really well on one of the posts um let me just uh, let me just scroll down i think someone phrased some here we go i'm i'm going to give a shout out actually to uh, hilton lock Ah, and also to Josh Cudney. So I'm going back on a post on the group. There was a couple of times this was asked last year, and I've always wanted to talk about this on, on the podcast. Um, um, Hilton said, collect what makes you happy. So, you know, from that point of view, um, I, for example, know that for Black Cat, for Marvel Masterpieces 2016, I will very, very, very unlikely ever get a plate or a signature without paying ridiculous money for it even if it was to come on the market so i'd be more than happy with just having the base gold the purple the what if and an orange and i've already got a sketch so fine that's my rainbow that's 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 clean that's clean that's nice um and you know josh has followed up with um you know i agree it varies from first person including what you want in your rainbow i know some get a sketch card of the character for their rainbows sketch cards aren't my thing so i personally don't i like trying to do plate rainbows all four colors which is a really difficult thing to do but some people go for that you know and that's what they think um um someone else has chimed in a fellow named justin mcdonald uh good evening justin um justin. i've always defined rainbow by me in one copy of the base in speech marks card and one copy of every parallel available of the specific card so you know different people go uh different ways for it um yeah. but yeah you used a phrase earlier on um a master rainbow other people have said ultra rainbow so obviously if you're really 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 pushing for it and you want absolutely everything you might go for the original art that was yeah. used in the production of that card now yeah. that's obviously not yeah. something that's going to be available for everyone to do um in terms of price point um etc cetera, etc cetera. but there are other fun ways you can do it so for example stepping away from marvel masterpieces which tends to have a lot of very exclusive stuff mm-hmm. um you could build up quite a nice rainbow on the uh, pmgs on fleer ultra x-men which i am which is Spider-Man. so underrated yeah and in fleer uh retro where PMGs first made their appearance in 2013. Um, those metal cards were out there as well. Yeah. Um, but what was really nice is what's on EPAC right now, which is, well, the X-Men was on there, but the Spider-Man Ultra 
has great series of PMGs. Mm, mm, they are. Oh, I mean, uh, I think they're great, yeah. So PMG, for those who might not know, is precious metal gems. And that that's, uh, from my understanding, I think Frank might have said this on the Character Club episode, that the, the PMGs came over from the sports side of the hobby. Yeah, just like Jambalaya. Yeah. Just like, yeah. So... Um, uh, jambalayas I'm really mixed about jambalayas I can't you know I always love them more in person yeah got, they I've don't the tell you like how large the card is yeah I've got the one for Black Cat but it doesn't sing to me mm. I don't hear it's Simon's call when I go to my Black Cat binder <laughs> <laughs> but um but um, but some people put together their own rainbow so they go they go okay I want to do um, I just want to do like a team for example from a set, yes. and that might be, you know, you know, a lot of people hold that a rainbow should be a specific character, but some people just go for it, you know, or say, right, I want to go for that team. So, for example, in Fleer Ultra Spider-Man, for example, you could go for multiple versions, versions of Gwen Stacy if you wanted to. Yeah. There's multiple Gwen cards in there. There's multiple Spider-Gwen cards in there. So if you were going to go absolutely bonkers, you could, you could really fill your boots. And the same with Fleer Ultra X-Men. The number of different cards that have different incarnations of Magneto or Wolverine or you know those big popular characters, you could put together quite a nice, you know, three or four card version of that art for that character, and then you could yeah. in, in the in the metals you could go for that character as well. So it's different artwork. But it's the same character. Yes. So you know, I just I just think it's it's really cool. I think so it's you, great. I think there's variations galore on that. Yeah, so that's you, what I like about the term so much. Yeah, so you can kind of go, go whichever way you want to, and you know, I think I think true rainbow or full rainbow or you know master rainbow or ultra rainbow, I kind of get because they're referring to when you get like, the original art and probably all four plates and that kind of thing. And that's, that's yeah, I think a master rainbow is always like extreme, 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 extreme. So, but generally speaking, it's, um, it's a pretty cool way to collect. Um, I, I, I really like it. Um, yeah, some people have said, you know, basic rainbow, which is kind of what I described in terms of the Marvel masterpieces uh, side of things. Um, but there's so many different ways to do it. Um, now I know that you have achieved, at least Who, one recently um, yes. with your spot. My spot. So I have the spot from rainbow. Ultra Spider-Man. From Flare Ultra Spider-Man. So the only thing, so I have the original artwork, which was colored digitally. So I have the pencils yep. that Kakao used to scan and then color. Yeah. Um, and I have every variation, which is the three. Uh, so the base card, the foil, the rainbow base, and then the web base, web foil, yeah, rainbow web, and then I have the autograph, and then I have the yellow plate, yes. and then I have a sketch by my man. I think it's the best spot sketch I've ever seen. Oh, is that the PJ one? That's the PJ one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to give a shout out to my man, Chris Elliott, who I th- I'm sure it was Chris Elliott who had that card for some time and traded it to me for oh, I traded nice. Yeah, no, he was a, he's a gem. I love that guy. He traded me that for a, um, Anthony Tan Iceman Marvel beginnings. Oh, that's a decent trade. It's a decent trade, especially for that spot card. And Iceman is a bigger character. It's yeah. true, but yeah, yeah, that spot card was hands down the best spot card I've ever seen. That's lovely. Well, what I what I'm going to need is we will put pictures of um, 
we will put pictures of Norrin's rainbow. Hopefully, you can get them all into one picture. <laughs> I, you know what? I've been wanting to do a nice yeah. little picture. Well, why don't you get, yeah, try and get a really nice one, one shot picture of your full rainbow. Yeah, you I'm going to do it in there as well. I will try and do similar for my rainbow in progress. Ooh. Based around my cow, cacao. I, I hope I've pronounced that right. Sorry, sir. I keep murdering your name. That's God, the nice. same. That's the original artwork from the Black Cat from Fleer Ultra Spider-Man uh, 2017. Again, the pencils that we both own, Noren and I, from that artist, are the final physical version because then he goes on to scan it in and finishes it digitally. So this is the original artwork um, without the colouring. and the, just the, the, I love the pencils. The I, I, I've seen that in person. That piece is... It was with you for a while, wasn't it? So It's a beautiful piece. It, it, it made really it back. Is. I need to get That's it. That's one of my favourite black cats I've ever seen. It is astonishing. And I've got two of the plates of it. Uh, you have two? I have two of the plates. I'm so mad at you. <sighs> yeah. Um, I have... Uh, I need to give a... Um, who who hooked me up with at least one, maybe two of them? It might be an Armand. So thank you for that, Armand. Um, the... Um, Train of thought has left the station. What else have I got? Yes, in the mail from you, there's a package on its way to me that yes. has the rainbow foil in it. Oh, which looks so, so good. Um, so, yeah, so I'm closing in on that one. Um, that's a pretty decent rainbow coming together. I've, yeah, also really got, I've also got from Marvel Masterpieces 2018... And not all of the cards are in this nine page because I've got more than nine cards, <laughs> which is frustrating. <laughs> but that is oh, my Wonder Man rainbow. So what, I've, what I'm holding up here, and this will be in the tasting notes as well, is card number one, which is why I went for that example, uh, ah, of Marvel Masterpieces 2018, is Wonder Man, the character Wonder Man. And uh, it's not a character that I was massively familiar with, but I remember as, as a head of card... Interestingly, I often associate certain sets with certain images because it's the header card. Because you yeah. remember when you used to get sets and the first card you could see, some in some sets they're designed to be like a presentation card. And in yeah. some cases they just happen to be card number one. So obviously when you look at a Marvel Masterpieces 2018 set, if it was stacked up, <laughs> you, you used to buy, you used to be able to buy base sets that were kind of wrapped in, in cello yes. wrap from dealers. Well, with 2018, because yes. they're such thick cards, you probably would never do that. But I still think of this as the header card, because it's the first card you see. Um, and it's quite a bright piece for that set. It's got a lot of white space in it. Um, yeah, like just, the dagger piece too. Yeah, it's got a lot of... Um, it's, I, I just really love it. And I've really gotten into the character. I think it's a great piece. I've gotten into the character as a result of liking the art. Really? Yeah. Nice. This is really interesting. I've started reading um, some books with him and I've got I've got the uh, there was a there was a solo series in the late eighties, nineties. Um and the first issue of that is a Sinkovich cover. Whoa. Wonder Man, um, which I will I, which is just there. I'll get it in a moment and show you. But I have the base, the gold sig, the what if, and then there's the purple. In the middle is the red, one of one, So, which, which is what I got, and I built the rainbow around it. Uh, the legendary orange, I've got here the uh, regular... Silver Spectrum uh, Auto. Silver Spectrum. I've got the What If one over there in that pile ready to be sorted, and I've got the same color plate from both, actually, which I'm quite pleased wow. with. Um, I think it's the yellow. 
Yeah, that's the it yellow. It works with the yellow plates are often a bit of a bit of a marmite. You either love them or hate them. And some cards they they don't work at all. But some I really like the yellows. They, they always surprise them. me. They look okay. I think the yellow one's really nice. good on that because you get all that detail. Yeah, you do, and it's lovely. So I've got one of each plate, so I'm happy with that. Uh, I've stopped there. Um, and the only thing I'm missing is the the PA card which I do own, but I own it as part of my PA set. So I need a spare one to go mm. with um, this, which is PA card number. You got a full rainbow there, man. And uh, of course, the um, it'd be nice to own the preliminary art, but I'm happy there. I'm, I'm more than happy with that. Um, it's really good. And the, and the other interesting thing is, is that we were very, both of us were very fortunate on this particular set as well. This is turning into a... Oh, excuse me. There's my binder clipping closed. Both of us were really fortunate on this set to be able to purchase from Simone and his sister Gloria uh, directly some original, um, very early sketch preliminaries, kind of storyboards, I guess they would be described as. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. For um, and So there are three stages to Simone's artwork. Yeah. Um, you have this kind of layout stage yeah. uh, where he did maybe on one sheet that was like 11 by 17 sheet, he would do like three characters or, you know, and then some post sketches of that character variations as mm-hmm. well. And then the second was the preliminary art, yeah. uh, which was used as inserts for the set and some were sold separately and he did later artwork on, mm-hmm. um, and they were fuller, bigger pieces, maybe on, a full page, single space, yeah. a single page exactly for that character. Yeah. And then of course the final piece. Yeah. Um, and then, so I bought one from them that had Deflock, Triton oh, and Jessica Jones, um, which is, which is beautiful. So what I will probably do with these is I don't think I'm going to try and rainbow them because that would be a bit bonkers. What I would like to do is get this framed yes. with the preliminary art card for each character. That's what I want to do. the base card art with each character. So yep. really Well, I, I have, yeah, and mine is the, um, I love mine so much. Um, I have the Psylocke, Colossus, and Archangel one. Oh, that's right. That's beautiful. I snagged that fast. Someone actually had that on order. Oh, wow. Um, and it wasn't available. Like when I got all of your guys, like when yeah. I was, you know, was, was in contact with Gloria, who's a godsend. Hi, Gloria. Hi, Simone. Hope you guys are okay. Um, I think they're going a bit yeah. stir crazy from my <laughs> I can only really imagine. Yeah. But no, they were rock stars and someone, someone, you know, opted out on that prelim. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. At the 11th hour, like no joke. Cause I only had the ones that I showed you guys at first. And then like a week later, they were like, so someone said no to this. And I was like, okay. Because <laughs> okay. I was looking for one for me, but I didn't see any characters. I was like dying to have. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have normally gone for these characters, but I wanted I love to. Own, yeah, I wanted to. Deathlock, I especially love. Um, it, did I ever tell you that the actor? You'll know the actor J. August Richards. He was in Angel. Oh yeah, who played Deathlock in Agents of Shield? Really, I posted on the Daily Masterpieces on Instagram, a uh, Joe Jusco Deflock card. 
Yeah. And I tagged him in it as I've started to tag actors. And he, he replied and said, that's really cool. <laughs> that's oh, a nice man. one. Yeah, he's, he's really cool. He um, he often actually um, interacts when I comment, uh, comment what on is, What a gem. Um, I've just been um, um, nicely interrupted at this point by um, Jason underscore Montoya underscore artist on Instagram commenting on a post that I'm tagged in. When I say me, I say our Instagram feed at the MCC pod folks, uh, uh, for us a follow. Um, Jason Montoya was our, um, artist intro this week. Yes, and he was. The, um, Jason is really cool because yeah, Jason's really supportive in that he, um, let me share my screen and we can feast our eyes on his on his wares together. Um, because Jason, um, whenever we post something on Instagram, he tags our Instagram um, for the podcast, which is really cool. Um, so his Instagram is, is his main kind of thing. Um, he's a sketch card artist for Upper Deck, Cryptozoic Tops, Attic Card, Viceroy Cards, pretty much anyone who makes cards. Um, and he's posting a lot of his... Um, uh, Marvel 80th cards at the moment, um, along with some other sets that he's worked on, like DC Comics Bombshells, Spider-Man Far From Home. There's a Star Wars one there with Kylo Ren. Um, there's some really random like characters popping up on his. <laughs> like Jack of Hearts is a character you don't often see pop up on no, not at all. Marvel sets. Um, but it works so well with his style too. Yeah. Um, I, I really like it. He's, he's, he's very, I like his, um, his use of color. It's just really Me too. bright, really bright actually. And it probably really pops on the card too. Yeah. Yeah. I've not, I've not yet got, um, any, <laughs> so I'm just looking at, I'm just looking at someone's commented on his iron fist, uh, <laughs> sketch card, Marvel 80 years. Oh yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, awesome. He it's very interesting. Look at his signature. I know that's so you cool. You see that? It's yeah. kind of like uh, I don't know. It looks like it could be um, Japanese Oriental Asian characters. Stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of on that vibe. It reminds yeah. me of some of the, the the really intricate line work that Stephen Miller did because I know he studied and, and and does a lot of that Japanese style. Oh, interesting. Um, so that's well, he's maybe he's on that anime set. Oh, look at that Morbius! Look at the eyes. Oh wow, that look came out really well. Oh, he's nailed that, and he's he's worked it really well with the border as well because those yeah. can be a challenge for a lot of artists. But let's just check out something here. Look at the background he's put on it. So he's he's given it a background frame. Yeah, I see it. Post, I like that. What's he done? I think that's yeah, actually got a similar the thing going on. The background for Morbius was the Far From Home poster. Yeah. Oh, look at that. There's a prelim uh there's oh, like a nice. progress of the so the blue line yeah, yeah nice that is nice i just yeah it, it is that there's a spider woman from that set yeah i love it i really like his style me too um yeah star wars from star wars leah no oh, yeah these are cool rick and morty, rick and morty I, set. I, i've never seen rick and morty i don't get it i'm just gonna say i'm gonna put it out there now i don't get it someone has tried to explain it to me i don't get it I thought the first couple of episodes, the first five were really smart. We don't um, have it over here. Yeah, you know, I, I ended up stopped watching it. Um, 
I know this probably people are going to be pissed, but I felt like, and this might've dropped off. This might've just been like the end of season one, the beginning of season two. It just felt kind of like, uh, I don't know. It, it kind of offensive, like not even in a funny way, kind of like, in a like a sausage party way. Like it just wasn't funny. It was just like, well, this is a stupid movie. It's a horribly racist offense. I know. I know. It's, it, but it felt like that. It felt like you were laughing at, it was, it was just really dumb. Have you, ever, have you ever been given the challenge? All right, I'm going to give you a really ridiculous word and you have to get that into your either client meeting or the phone call or lecture or something like that. You have to work that word in, in a way okay. that people don't notice it. So was your challenge for this episode that you were going to try and use the expression sausage bar? <laughs> yes. It was. It was before this. I was like, you know what? This is my time to shine. This is when it's happening. Yeah, you almost almost pulled it off. Um, <laughs> Werewolf by Night. Look at that. Nice. It's I, very I love pop art. It's yeah, very it pop art. It is it's very cool. Drax. I, I really like it. They're kind of. They're kind of. Um, that's a funny that joke. Joker, that's joke is hilarious. I like his stuff. I mean, the colors on those sketch cards must look. Yeah, they're so vibrant and bright. Very, very bright. Oh, doppelganger. Very cool. Ooh. Right, yeah, that's stuff of nightmares. That moment, I have to save that for a Halloween episode. Look at that. Hey, Halloween episode. No, that's Demo Goblin. Demo Goblin. Did I yeah. say Hob? Whoops. You did. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Lost all my cred. I, no, I have, to, I have to say, it's very easy to... Because they, they had to properly... Demo Goblin's like a caricature of Hobgoblin. Because Hobgoblin's yeah. gnarly enough. Yeah. Um, Demo Goblin is an actual demon. Yeah. Right. From another yeah. dimension or something I like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, I'm I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Jason, thank you. Awesome um, work, man. For your support, uh, sir. It's absolutely wonderful stuff. He's also on um Twitter at J Montoya Artist. And it's worth going to his Twitter just to look at the header. Um, which as a um Sega fan and a Shinobi video game fan is absolutely in my wheelhouse. Um, he's yes. also on, oh my goodness, there's stuff on Amazon for him. He's got a Facebook page. Uh, he's right. got the Art of Jason Montoya, which I think is his website. So we're going to pop all this. Yeah, it is a blog, uh, blog spot. So we're going to pop all this in the um, tasting notes and, and go and check him out. And um, yeah, get yourself something commissioned. Please. Cool. I like it. I like it a lot. So thank you. Um, thank you for that, uh, Jason. Uh, let me just scroll back up. Marvellous. Marvellous stuff. I'm loving these these artist intros because they just, yeah. they really kind of, not force us to, but we see, we see an awful lot of cards. So it, it, it kind of makes us stop and pay attention to one particular artist's style and just appreciate it for a moment. Yeah. And just have a little think about it, uh, which is I nice. I think that's what's so lovely about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there is this little moment here where we get to just look at one person's artwork and, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, you know, the artist's helping us out. Hopefully we're helping them out. And hopefully it goes both ways. Um, I was having a chat with last week's um, intro artist, uh, Brandon Warren. Uh, good evening, Brandon, because uh, I know you listen. Um, he sent us some feedback from last week, which was really sweet of him, actually. Um, 
he's his day job is on the front line of what's happening with the with the um, global situation at the moment. So Brandon, stay strong. Thank you for doing the job you do. Um, obviously, he does the artwork for um, our eyeballs. Um, Definitely you, does. You know, he does it just for us, just for us, just for us. Um, it's like that in the Omen movie. Um, where the nanny goes up to the roof and goes, it's all for you, Damien, it's all for you, and then jumps off the roof. <laughs> I love that. So uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's quite like that. Sorry to scare, scare, to scare the kids. But it's, it's on that wavelength. Um, <laughs> he he, he sent, sent me a little note. Um, Thank you, Brandon. Podcast was fantastic. Always informative. Always a little funny. Just a little. Um, Just a little. I appreciate the kind words and thinking of me for a feature spot. No, thank you for, for doing the intro. Um, I especially like the fact that you notice the slight shift or evolution in my style as I become more confident and comfortable with a small surface space. So mm-hmm. you remember me saying that between the sets, it looked like it, yes. it, it, there was a variation and he, he was kind of like, you know, yeah, thank you for spotting that. Um, I always uh-huh. want people to be able to identify my style and know, hey, that's a Brandon Warren. Though the style they may change so. and evolve from set to set, so, um, so yeah, and I, I love the fact that there's so many different kind of trademark styles that we're starting to see. I, for mm-hmm. one, will always know now when I see a Jason Montoya card, that signature that he does on the card is just beautiful in and of itself. It really is. I, I really like it. So, thank you for that. Now, what else did I want to talk about this week, Norin? What else did you want to talk about this week? Just kind of a weird, 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 weird thing that I noticed happening. I'm interested. Um, is that there's been a lot of, and this 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 started happening before the kind of current sitch. Um, a lot of big spenders and big players have been leaving EPACs. Yes, a lot of people are starting to leave. Mm. Um, but especially the, the big spenders and the big players. And I think I think a lot of it, from what I've seen people writing on the entertainment forum on EPACs, was down to the Marvel premiere set. Yes. A lot of people spent big money on. Um, some people, to be completely fair, um, to to upper deck some people by their own admission said i kind of got what i wanted to from it there's a lot of people a lot of those big spenders were there and became big spenders because they really dig the mcu carts yep so they were buying bulk and volume of that because they wanted the um like you know the autographs of the main actors and and you know that is a big big draw for people it really is um but at least two or three of the people that i probably traded with on a fairly regular basis have gone uh, wow. one of them even did a countdown on comments on the forum and said right it's Wednesday the 18th of March and then it was like three days and it was like oh two days I'm going to be um, uh, I'm going to be um, uh, taking it all off at 12 noon on Wednesday the 18th of March and um, he, he has and you know I think wow. uh, moved a lot of it to ComC in fact well he would have done because he's, <laughs> he's closed down his, he, you know, he's cleared out his camp so I just I, I just thought it was interesting um, to to see, um, I think there's going to be a big a, a big shift in things over the next couple of months by nature of what's happening globally yeah. at the moment. I would be very surprised if some products that were going to be physical now end up being EPACs only. I wouldn't be at all surprised if some products end up being put back. <laughs> Because of the nature of getting sketch cards, for example, back from people, 
Um, so yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm kind of speculating at the moment, but it's uh, it's going to be an interesting few months for the hobby. It's going to be a very interesting few months for the hobby. Um, I'm interested to see where we all start going with this and what we're thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I don't know. I don't. I, I kind of need my thoughts to to, to coalesce a little bit more, but. Um, you know, all businesses are in trouble at the moment. Yeah. From top to bottom, mine included. Um, and, you know, so it's affected me personally. I'm sure it's affected a lot of people in the yeah. hobby. So the the good thing is it makes it makes you appreciate what you have, mm-hmm. you know, because um, we're always on the hunt for more cards. We're always on the hunt for the, the next set. Actually, what it's made me do is actually sort out my loft space here um, and get my collection in one place and start sorting through some of these binders, getting stuff ordered, getting yeah. stuff put away, and actually just appreciating what I've got physically here without worrying about the next the next um, set or the next EPAC trade. So, you know, a little bit of a pause wouldn't be the end of the world from my point of view. Um, no, I think I think a little bit of a pause is always nice. Yeah, so, so we'll see what's going to happen. But... Um, but in the meantime, it's nice going off on these little side quests of product that's already been out there for quite a while. I agree. As you've experienced and, and, and discussed, and uh, we've talked about at length on um, a few of these episodes. Um, I'm not going to do a pack of the week this week because, which Sorry. I thought was quite, well, it's quite a nice thing to do and I like doing it. But I, I, I have, for, for reasons I've already said, um, I kind of need to stop buying packs on ePacks. I am, however, sharing my screen with you now, uh, Brother Norin. So screen sharing. I'm going to do. I'm actually going to video my screen because I don't know how to do screen share on my laptop because I'm a bit rubbish. So, so this will be a rather interesting little soundbite um, video thing. So on my screen here is my collection, and I'm going to filter it to don't add it descending because whilst we were on air. I had a trade complete that gives me a tenth base card of that from the Ultra Spider-Man. Nice. So I open this up. You'll see I've got 10 of them there. And if I hit this little button here that says combine 10 items, Do it. I will get a silver foil variant of that card. So let's, let's, let's go. Now, hopefully this will work because the animations are on. Do I want to redeem those? I do. Here they go. Oh, that animation is very satisfying. Doesn't work for Toffee on a mobile phone. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, that looks so cool. Now, you know what? I'm going to buy a pack. Are you going to buy a pack? Are you going to do gonna it? Buy a pack. Okay, that's fine. You're right, not going to buy the screen. exchange rate. So you can gonna... watch. And I'll, I'll go ahead and because that looks so good. Uh, I'm do it. Stop sharing. Right. Okay. I'll let you. Um, what you need to do is before you, when you finish, do a little screen cap of yes. the, the five cards. So if, if you're going to do a Fleer Ultra Spider-Man, for example, do a little screenshot of the five cards laid out because I put that in the tasting notes now. <laughs> I love it. I'll also take a photo from this head. Oh, I like your desktop picture. What's that? Is that the Keep island in, okay? in The Last Jedi? Is that the what? The island in The Last Jedi where Luke hides out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No. It's not really, is it? It's not. No. It's just it's just a desktop wallpaper for me. That'd be a pretty good place to be right now. So what are you looking at on my screen right now? I can see your desktop and that's it. I can't see any browser windows. 
You can't see any browser windows. No, no. Okay. This is going so well. This is going so well. Yeah. All Let's right. get some. And but while while you while you figure out what's going on there, no, I think when you when you share screen on on Zoom, there is an option that you um, can tick, and I think it 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 does the browser windows as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I have to quit uh, Zoom in order to start recording it because I didn't have my permissions up. So oh, I'm going to record this and I'm going to describe to you what I fooled. Oh, okay. But I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> oh, um, you stop sharing. So yeah, you can, you can only you can see do, my wallpaper, right? Yeah, but you can start sharing it. So when you click share at the bottom, it will um, give you some options: oh. screen, whiteboard, etc. There we go. Was, now I can see your screen. Got it. Okay, good. So I, about to do some whole music. I thought I would need to quit the program. I was <laughs> about to do the rest of the Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog. The <laughs> video of which, however, I am going to put in the tasting notes because Ooh. we can't actually play the song. Don't buy a <laughs> Just kidding. Marvel premiere. Um, so, okay. Um, while, you, while you go through that purchase uh, thing. Yes. So from The Last Jedi, that island with the porgs on and the blue milk. That that sounds like a pretty nice vacation spot right now. <laughs> Why don't we just go there? Why don't yeah. we just go there and just hang out with Paul? I'm, I'm happy to do that. You can roast them as well, apparently. See, they're delicious. Well, Chewie what does. Hear. It's in the Star Wars universe. Right? If Chewie enjoys it, it must Chewie be enjoys them. Yeah, that was that was slightly scary. You know that that was good. Okay, don't even lie. Right, you know okay. you were impressed. All right, I'm just going to go and stroke my Tony Perna Spider Gwen. And okay, Ian, Ian has a tear coming out of his eye because yeah. of how amazing that impression was. So, oh. I just want that on the record that he he was touched <laughs> by that. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do a purchase. The, the, the purchase process on Epax is um, is is fine. It is what they need it to be, but it, it is what it sometimes is. Sometimes you need it to be a bit quicker. <laughs> right. Okay. Like, so I'm watching this. Pack. All right. right. Okay. Single pack. Fleer Ultra Spider-Man. Single pack. Pack of the week. Spider-Man. All right. Spot plate. All right. Three, two, one. Clicking open. Ooh. Okay. Here we go. First card. Cat plate. Cat plate. Cat plate. Oh. Mary Jane Watson. Nice. Oh, oh, that's a web foil of... I can't see that see. guy. I can't see who it is. <laughs> Rocket uh, Racer. Rocket Racer. Boomerang. No. Nope. Boomerang. Dead. Uh, Deadpool. So we got some good ones, though. We got some, some base. Go. got Mary Jane okay. Watson. That's nice. Okay. We got a web foil that Ian will probably need. Who is that? I can't read that. Goldbug? Oh, Goldbug. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. It's yours if you do. Bless you, sir. Rocket racer. Rocket racer. Boomerang, Boomerang. Which I like. I like this card. I like Boomerang. And then we got one of the Deadpool inserts where he is in Seattle. Fleeing. Oh, yes. Right. So if you minimize that. And there's that. Lovely. Oh, no, you've opened it again. Close What'd it. You, I'm just this? taking a photo. Oh, take there a photo. We go. Lovely. There we go. Marvelous. And that way I've got it just in case. We don't Perfect. And but, I'm yes, I have got that or not. I'll have a look in a minute. Oh, this is the excitement. It's the excitement of building something like three years after it came out. <laughs> building <Yeah. something>. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, something I never realized existed. Do you remember I was talking about? Maybe I wasn't talking about it. I don't know. But in one of the sets that I've been collecting, I've flew off Spider Man. That's right. There were these um, coin cards. Yes. 
that have um, the the value in coins from the year the comic came out. So the coins are dated from that year, which is a really nice little touch, actually. Um, right of how much that issue costs. So if it's a 12 cent comic, it'd be a dime and two pennies, for example. Um, I never realized they existed, but on the Doctor Strange set, there is an insert set, 18 card insert set called Strange Change. What, really? That's Who awesome. knew that existed? Oh, I'm going to share my screen and show you one of them. I, I, just, I, I just think it's, it's quite a funny thing. Um, uh, a fellow on... Um, uh, on the group pulled one. I said, oh, that's quite interesting. I said, um, have a look and see if you want anything for it. And of course, he, bless him, um, he did ask for something that was worth like five times the value. Uh, but, um, so I don't think it's going to happen. But this is a uh, strange change. Look at that. Oh, wow. I really love the design of that. Yeah, that's what I mean. I've never seen them uh, just because it was the MCU wow. set. But, yeah, because, because, but because it's got the comics on there, I'll go for it. And that's the thing I kind of, this is why I wanted to say this, is that a lot of people avoid the MCU sets because they're like, they're into the art cards and stuff. But what I often find with these MCU sets is that they often have subsets that feature the comic covers or some of the art from the original, or they pay homage to the original issues that the movie was based on in some way. So I remember the Avengers set, for example, had a, had a Thor covers subset. Uh, you know, the Iron Man one had Iron Man covers. Yeah. Um, so if you're into getting cards with comic cover art reproduced on them, they're, they're a really nice thing. But I, I didn't know this existed. You know, you've received a trading card that contains a 1968 diamond, two 1968 pennies. The original price of the comic depicted on the front of this card at the time it was published. Enjoy your original coin card. How cool is that? I love that. I really like it. I'm going to save a picture I really, of this, really actually, like so I can it. put it on the tasting notes. But I just think it's a really fun, nice idea. Uh, I think it's great. And, and hats off. Um, you know, I, I, they're fun inserts. That's what I like about them. Um, so, you know, as long as Upper Deck keep putting out sets that have that kind of fun element to them and keep revamping yeah. things, as they said they were going to do with Marvel Annual, then, yeah, all, all, all power to you. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I really like it. So, anyway, I'll put a picture of that card on there. I don't, I don't own it yet because I don't think this trade is going to go ahead with this fella. Um, no. But um, I will I will possibly counter and see if he wants something um, uh, slightly different. I don't know what he's up for. He doesn't have a wish list. So, he doesn't have a wish list? Yeah, no, he doesn't have a wish list. Um, and he's got a fair amount of trading score. So, I don't know. And the, thing, the thing is for me, I mean, I mean, wish lists on EPACs are absolutely essential. It's one I of agree. the first things I'd say, and we need to do EPAX 101 Part Two at some point and go into wish list a bit more because um, wish lists, the lack of a wish list, often stops me from trading with people because I, you know, I'm not psychic. I don't know what you want. You have to guess. Don't you, you have to do that. Yeah, you have to guess. So you have to yeah. guess. So it's like you know, I might offer him blonde. Might want brunette. <laughs> <laughs> We should probably wrap up the episode there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a there's a there's a there's a a mood killer if I ever heard one. Um, <laughs> Norin, stay healthy, my friend. Always, brother. Yeah. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Collecting. Oh nope. Sorry. See, you messed up, Ian. There you go. Go on. Go on. Take us out. 
Happy collecting, everybody. Ah, enjoy collecting, my brethren. Resistance is futile. By the way, I really enjoy Star Trek Picard. Oh, Picard. I got to get back into it. I forgot that I had that. Oh, yeah, I'll watch the latest one. I think there's one more. I'm going to watch it. I... I, well, I can't tell you. I can't talk about what happened in last episode. Then. Yet. No. Are you excited? No. But if you've, if you've, yeah, there's something that happens in last night's episode that was like gobsmacking with good. Okay. All right. That's all I'm going to say. I'm in. You're in. Good. Marvelous. Yeah. All right. Resistance is futile. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. You can subscribe via our home on anchor.fm forward slash MCCP. Leave us a message via that link with questions, comments, or just to say hi, and we may even play on the show. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Our podcast is at The MCC Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And you can find links on our Facebook page to the two groups, MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. On Instagram, find us at MM Collectors and at Sketch Card Hive. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time, and remember, it's a small hobby but a fun one. Make mine Marvel, and enjoy collecting. Enjoy collecting.